Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Can you hear me okay? Yes, now I can hear you. <laughs> oh, I think when the music is going, it's really hard for the audio to come through. So Dave, you know a lot about that being an expert in radio, yeah? Yeah, I, I was never the guy with my hands on the buttons, though. I was just the guy with the mic talking. So I, I always had somebody around who could fix that stuff. Oh, good. That person's definitely not me either. So thank you, Lisa. <laughs> um, well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. I have... Jesse's not going to be here today, so it's just me. Please don't leave because of that. Um, I also want to have show and tell at the very end of my corgi, so that's a hook to like get you to stay for the entire 30 minutes. <laughs> but uh, I, I, we've got a special guest today. Dave and I, Dave Sturgeon and I go way back, um, years we've been working together, and he is arguably one of the most talented uh, minds in radio when it comes to promoting real estate professionals on the radio waves. Um, and his mind just boggles me. And so, Dave, if, if you wouldn't mind, let's just dive right in. Can you tell us a little bit about you, where you came from, where you're born, where you live, your blood type, all that? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And thank you, uh, Lisa and everybody at uh, Agent Power Huddle for uh, this opportunity. It's uh, great to be here. Um, so, yeah, I was raised in Canada and uh, the oldest is seven. And the radio piece began real early because my dad was a really um, strict, very religious guy who felt like the TV was, uh, you know, the devil's, you know, play box. And, and so we never had a TV when I was growing up. And uh, little did he know that radio was probably the worst influence that could ever, you know, come into the house because I would listen to these stations coming in from, Chicago WLS and these really great broadcasters who could tell great stories. And back in the day, you know, Howard Stern came along and, and then, uh, you know, um, guys who made it look very easy or made it sound very easy, but were moving hearts and minds with the power of the human voice on steroids, speaking to millions of people. Yeah. And I was one of those people. And, you know, I was, 12, 13, 14 years old and was impacted very deeply by radio because it was the only form of entertainment in our home and um, got into the business when I was 16. And that was in Northern Ontario. Um, just kept hanging around the radio station there long enough to annoy them to the point that they actually hired me. And uh, uh, that's when it, that's when it all started. So that's quite a while ago, but uh, the first, 30 years of my radio career were on the air as a broadcaster. And I worked my way up like in sports, almost you get drafted by teams and, 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 and you keep working your way up to bigger markets and uh, morning shows where, uh, you know, morning shows are the, the prime time on radio as go morning. So go the rest of the day for a station. Um, uh, if a morning show is popular, the station will be popular. So I uh, ended up spending the majority of my career uh, as a primetime morning broadcaster. Uh, the last 10 years on, on talk radio and uh, really, you know, was always very invested in how the station was working for advertisers. A lot of guys who are on the radio who are doing the talking 
nine o'clock comes, 10 o'clock comes and you're on the golf course. But I would, you know, go visit clients with the sales team and, and really try to get a, a, a grasp of uh, how, how their advertising was impacting their business. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually got into management because I, I felt that there were ways to use that platform a little more effectively. But as the broadcaster sitting behind the microphone, I didn't always have the authority to implement those kind of changes. But in management, when I got into management, that's kind of unusual in radio. Usually people who get into management, like the market manager or mm-hmm. the the station manager, comes from the sales side. And in my case, I was you know coming from the broadcast side all my life and now was uh, in the room making decisions and, and, and working with other leaders at the station to focus on what I thought was always the priority, which is the content. Uh, and that all, to me, that always, I always felt like that um, was, was being missed. In other words, there were a lot of radio stations where I would work and they'd have a little creative department and they would be hammering out ads every day, you know, for all your plumbing needs, you know, for all your HVAC needs, you know, the same stuff and just selling the airtime and putting these ads on the radio and, you know, telling, telling the advertiser, if you're in 21 of those a week, you're going to be successful. And, um, you know, they would, they would have a, they would have some, some form of success, uh, but a lot of advertisers would churn, right. They'd come in, they'd try it for three months and then they'd leave. And the ones who stayed were the ones where we really spent a lot of time crafting a creative message that really resonated with the listener. And, uh, and so that, you know, when I finally came to the States, to the U S I started, uh, I was regional market manager for a group of radio stations in Mankato, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Fantastic um, experience. My first time. And by the way, uh, you know, I say fantastic, but we arrived in 2008 Right. I come to start running radio stations in 2008 and ran them through 2011. Wow. So it was a real baptism by fire in terms of the economy. And, yeah. and we had we, 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 we hit all the marks and hit all the of our, our objectives. Amazingly, <clears throat> had a great team. But what I did there was a little different than usual. I, I actually separated every morning at 11 o'clock. We'd have a meeting uh, in the in the conference room and it would be uh, all of the broadcasters, all the people who were on the air and all of the salespeople. And we would sit and talk and the salespeople would say, well, uh, here, here's a client who I'm going to see and here's what their objectives are in terms of a radio advertising campaign. And here's what we like to accomplish. Now, in the past, those salespeople would just sit there and be stumped at their typewriter and, their, you know, yeah, they were actually typewriters back then and, yeah. and, and, and come up with, a, with an ad. Right. But in this case, now we had the 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 creative people who were on the air sitting there and together they would brainstorm and come up with ideas for commercials and then go away into the studio and work together and come up with these two voice three voice really you know theater of the mind commercials and all of a sudden our our clients weren't leaving us <laughs> our advertisers our advertisers were actually staying long term because uh, that uh, we would freshen that copy every three months or so mm-hmm. but that talks to you about the power of radio and how when you craft a message in the right way it it will actually work it'll actually you know move people to do things that you want them to so uh 
the, just to continue on through my career is let me just kind of let you know how I got here. Well, yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm really curious, and I think well, our entire audience is curious as well. How the heck does this apply to the real estate space? And that's actually what right. you do, yeah. So let's tie that together. Right. So at a certain point, I ended up uh, working uh, um, as as the uh, the vice president of uh, of an agency. I was hired by an agency to uh, to really um, take everything I had learned about the power of radio and just singularly devote my attention to how to make that work for real estate agents. And um, I worked there and uh, learned a ton and, and had a great time for about eight years and then started my own company doing the very same thing um, about a year ago. But um, now you take all of the experience with what I'd learned about how radio can work for an advertiser and then really just dive into real estate and how to do, how to make it work for an agent. And, and it's very different. It was, it was, there were, I learned a ton because uh, using radio for a, a hamburger joint or a place that sells carpets or, yeah. you know, provides a service that people use every week, the, the strategy on radio to, uh, really drum up business for that kind of business mm-hmm. is so much different than using radio to attract a home seller who may only sell a home three, four, five times in their life. Right. And so when is that message relevant to a home seller? So with that in mind, that's how everything that we do on radio for real estate agents mm-hmm. is very customized. It's, 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 it's to really uh, affect the heart and mind of a home seller mm-hmm. Because buyers don't respond to a radio message, right? It's like, it would be like back in the day, travel agents were one of our biggest advertisers, travel agents, right? Because because people didn't have an internet, they could go and book their own travel. So they would call an agent and the agent would tell them, you know, here are the deals we can get you. And they'd put a package together. Same with, with real estate back before the internet you know if you wanted to go look at houses you had to call an inter- call a call an agent and they'd bring you uh you know a photocopied bundle of all the uh, mls properties that were for sale and you could look through them well with uh, radio you know for somebody to turn on the radio and go, and hear, hear a message saying hey uh, if you want to go look at houses call me well you know as we know the average buyer has already spent 3 4 weeks online looking for a house before they even talk to an agent so to use radio for that purpose would be a waste of time mm-hmm. but sellers sellers they care about uh, they care about the qualifications of the agent you know they it's that agent very specifically that agent and team that are going to implement a, a strategy that will get them the most money get their home sold in a short period of time and accomplish all their goals so when you're an agent in a market, no matter where you live, there are going to be radio stations that are already featuring voices of trusted people speaking to that audience. Mm-hmm. And if you can put the right message together and, and have the right messenger and run that ad the right amount of times, so that's all the stuff that we figured out. Um, you can actually have an you know develop a very unfair share of 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 you know what's out there in terms of seller mind share right so the sellers out there who are thinking about selling mm-hmm. uh what are most agents doing to get that business right 
I'm, it's so interesting because we see the exact same thing uh, for consumer behavior on paid search and websites. And I've talked about it before of guys, you just banging your head against the wall, having browse homes in and doing buyer ads for PPC. It is an exercise in futility and the opportunity cost of missing the sellers particularly through a different channel like radio, because if they're seeing you on organically and perhaps you are on social media, then they also see you or hear you rather on radio for that seller message. It's kind of that, what, what you used to call a one, two punch, I believe back in the day when you were working, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, the difference the difference, right, is that there are all these very direct tools that you can use and be and, and, and be very analytical with online. And yeah. they're all great. And I mean, they're not all of them, but there there are some really very effective tools to yeah. to accomplish those goals. But radio really is is theater of the mind, storytelling. Everybody who is interested in marketing has read some book about storytelling, the power of storytelling. Well, <laughs> right. And what better way to tell stories than with you, you know, the human voice? Because you you take the power of the human voice and connect that with thousands of minds. Uh, you're going to get a few people in there who actually need the services of that agent. And now, so it's very, very top funnel, right? So it's really affecting mind because people, a lot of people just sit there and go, well, yeah, but who's listening to the radio anymore? Right. Who's listening to the radio? You know, and uh, on my podcast, I interviewed um, vice president at the radio ad bureau in Dallas and Dallas is home of uh, RAB where they do all the research and all the science behind broadcast radio, old school broadcast radio, right? And they've done that for decades. And there are thousands of radio stations and hundreds of owners and 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 and, and uh, people sitting on boards whose pocketbooks are very significantly affected by whether or not radio is successful, right? Yeah. Big, big money. And so um you know, they have found ways to make sure that radio is as relevant today and in many cases more relevant now than it ever was. And in that podcast, mm -hmm. uh, Tracy spoke to that with the research that they've done, and especially through times like COVID mm -hmm. or, you know, when there's a war on in the Ukraine or when there are increases in mortgage rates and when there are big life changing events going on, people want to know if it's safe outside in their community. And Pandora and Sirius and you know iPods and all the other entertainment providers that are out there in that space, which came along and everybody, you know, when the iPod came along, everybody said, yeah, radio's doomed. When Sirius radio came along, oh, my broadcast radio's finished. Yep. Yeah, Pandora came along. Oh, phew, that's it. Radio's done. Mm -hmm. And here we are because it's live, local and relevant and no other platform can provide that kind of live, local, relevant information to a consumer, radio is in fact more popular now than it's been in a long time. It's 92% of Americans listen to the radio for two hours or more every week. And 68% of all statistics are made up on the spot. I think I got that right. <laughs> yeah. You can listen to the podcast and, and Tracy will, will tell you exactly. But, but they're... So we can take that off the table, right? That question, that concern, are people listening to the radio? Don't worry about it. There are people and there are tons of real estate agents who are amassing millions of dollars because they have radio in their mix. 
And what it does at the top of the funnel is it's just providing a warm introduction to people you've never met using the power of the human voice. And in many cases, we're using the power of the voice of the most listened to person on that station who's saying, hey, by the way, you're thinking of selling your home? Now, there's only only one agent I'd hire. And then they they leverage that connection they have with tens of thousands of listeners onto one agent in the market. Now, how unfair is that to everybody else? Right. Yeah, that's one one way we do it. There's tons of ways, different ways, but that's one way. I, I have I have statements and questions. So back in when we started working together years ago, I, I was one of those guys. I was like, I'm a technologist, right? I'm, I'm starting tech companies. And I was yeah. like, there's there's no way, there is no possible way that terrestrial radio is going to stick around. But the data doesn't lie, right? And I'm a, I'm I will say when I was wrong, and I I was wrong, right? It, it is I have watched it also steadily increase. And then the other thing that I really want to hammer home on this, you know, is this is accessible to single agents. This is accessible to small teams and brokerages. It didn't used to be, you know, back in the day when it's, you got to lay down 20 grand just to, you know, get at a table, buddy, I have a, I have a client who is spending, I'm just going to name numbers, 1500 bucks a month. And is their largest source of hot seller leads is radio because they found a really tight um, network to work with in their market that has all the local expertise, all the connections, right? And then they drive them straight to the website and the website is super fast. So it converts and it, it provides more, they get more from that than they do from actual referrals from past clients. That's, that's a true statement. And that's today. So yeah, yeah. I have, I have clients the same, a client spending anywhere from 2,500 to 25,000 a month. And okay. it depends on the market, right? They, oh, absolutely. Well, they wouldn't keep doing it. Right. So the, <laughs> the, uh, um, every station will tell you they're great. Every station isn't great, right? It, it depends on, you have to be the right audience, has to have the right format. Mm-hmm. And you have to have the right message, the right messenger, the right s- number of spots every week. So there are all these, uh, th- there is a lot of science that goes into using some very old school technology to make everything you do better. And that's what happens is people have had a warm introduction made to you through radio uh, on a grand scale. <clears throat> very difficult to track, right? Because people are hearing it. Well, how do you know, how do you make the connection between somebody hearing you on the radio and that being the reason they came to your website, fill the form or called you. Mm-hmm. And, and you can get very analytical about spend a lot of time trying to figure that out. But the point is agents who do this just get it. They just get that this works mm-hmm. um, and don't spend a lot of time worried about the analytics. It's more, you know, lock it in, get it working, and then just start to see the little positive impacts that are happening in all the other marketing things you're doing. Yes. Could be, could be, you know, direct mail. All of a sudden your direct mail seems like it's working great. You know why? Because people have been hearing you on the way home in the radio, on the radio, in their car. And then they go to the mailbox and pull that out. Now it's relevant. It's like, oh yeah, I just heard about that guy. That's pretty cool. Let me just go to their website and figure it out. So Yeah. That's that's and from a marketing perspective, because I, I consider you a very talented marketer, right? And just particularly in radio is where if you specialized your craft. For me in the digital space, what, what's really cool from the from the omni-channel marketing perspective is anytime we can activate multiple senses 
right? As we're going through the visual, the audio, the, exactly. the word of mouth, right? It get you into a conversation with somebody. You, it, it, There's plenty of research out there that shows that your propensity or probability of actually doing a transaction with them increases, not in a linear fashion, in an exponential fashion, right? Because, and they don't know. They don't, if you just turn radio on, they don't know if that radio channel, it's actually running for six years and this is just the first time they're hearing, right? That's right. the, the trick about radio advertising in the real estate space. And I think one of the reasons it works so well, you know? Right. I use the analogy of uh, going to a party on a Friday night. Now, and I kind of have memories of like me being younger when I create this picture in my mind, but you know, you know, walking up the stairs in an apartment to some guy having a party and there's 30 people there and we're all, you know, drinking beer and shooting the breeze and having fun. And as you walk in, you hear somebody, you know, talking to another friend as you're walking in, you hear them talking about this great new pizza place down the street. Right. And I don't know if you like pizza, like I like pizza, but that would, that would, yeah, no, I'd be, I'll be, I'll be leaned way, leaned way into eavesdropping on that conversation. And so, you know, you hear, you're listening for the name of the thing as you're walking by and now you get over to the fridge and uh, you reach it in to get a beer and you hear somebody else talking about this great new pizza joint up the place. So the power of human voice, the human voice and people talking about a business if we do that right on the radio, you have tens of thousands of people eavesdropping on that conversation about this great thing and being very influenced by that by the time they need that service. You know, you, you can turn radio on and I hate to create unreal expectations. Mm-hmm. There have been agents who we've turned radio on and they got a bunch of deals the first week. Wow. So for, for, for the in, in the majority of cases, you're going to have a lot of buzz the first week and, you know, two, three months in, you're starting to get calls and people starting to react to it. But it, it just depends on the needs of the marketplace. Right. You know, if you, if we look back at that research that happened at a time when everybody needed to sell their home, you know, it was a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. Unlike the one now it was like every, and people were like crazy about it will it sell and guaranteed sales started to become very popular because people needed that reassurance. Okay. I'm not sure the house will even sell. So let's, you know, I'll call this guy because he guarantees to sell it or he'll buy it himself. Good. Okay. Well, boom, you'd have mass listings right in a market like that in a buyer's market. Now in a seller's market like this, it's more difficult there. It's, it's a lot of people are um, kind of uh, confused by so much with the raising interest, rising interest rates, with uh, you know the prices of houses, with the war in the Ukraine, and with COVID, and so so we see this this real tight, tight, tight inventory. Well, in a case like that, if there are fewer people selling, you're going to get fewer leads that come from anything, sure. right? Any of your seller facing marketing tools. Yeah. But the agents who are successful long term are the ones who just sort of grind through that and keep going, keep the message going because you'd never know who's listening today that might need you three months from now, right? Or the market changes and six months from now. So on the day they need you, that's too late to start getting them to know you. You you, you know, you need to be way out in front of that. So the 12 month, you know, just kind of lock it, set it, forget it and let it do its job. Those kind of agents are, are, are seeing the kind of long-term growth. And by the way, for if you're a new agent with not a lot of dough, 
um, this isn't for you, right? Got it. Right? Radio is not for you because it is, it isn't always going to just be turn it on and the leads pour in. This is going to turn it on, devote a, a budget to it that you, you can, you know, you're not going to lose any sleep by having this budget working with it. Mm-hmm. And now over time, it's going to just make everything you do better. And they, that's what these agents, there's a lot of agents who come to come to me, don't need radio to achieve success. They need radio to break through kind of a stagnation that they're at where they've been hitting the same mark year over year. And they need to break through that mm-hmm. and, and get to another level. And they have the funds to afford radio. And then radio introduces them to all these people who've kind of seen them here and seen them there and heard about them here, heard about them there, but it, you know, the floodgates open and you, you can get to another level. That's, it's really interesting because I, I look at search engine optimization the same way. It's, it's an, it can be an investment and it's a long tail investment, you know, into the traffic and leads. And I tell people, you're going to turn on, you, you're probably not going to see leads for three or four months, but then they'll start right. to fill in. But the quality of lead compared to other channels is, is there's no comparison, right? And I look, yeah. at, I look at, at radio like a, it is a hot lead. If somebody calls you, hey, I heard you on the radio. My gosh, they're ready to do business or at least learn more about you so you can set the stage to do business, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot of times the, our, our, you know, agents and clients, um, that's the case, right? There'll be fewer leads, but they'll be better. And in the meantime, everything else they're doing is producing better. Right. So, so you have the direct effect of radio, but you have all this ancillary effect where it's, you know, having been warmly introduced by radio to consumers, by the time they see you on a highway billboard or by the time they receive a postcard or by the time somebody on your team calls them, that's where you start to see all this ancillary benefit that uh, all feeds into the return on that investment, right? A little harder to analyze all that. But if you if you're a believer, if you're an advertiser, so many agents I meet are really, you know, they, they're probably, they're, they're people who are, they're marketing people who ended up in real estate, right? They just love the idea of marketing. Yeah. And, 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 and so uh, if you do, and you get that, you can envision the bigger picture, which is how radio not only works directly, but how it affects in a very positive way, everything, all the other marketing things that you're doing. Definitely. Definitely. Dave, this has been, a really jam-packed 27 minutes. We've got just a few minutes. I wanted to kind of open it up for questions for, for the group. Um, does anybody have questions for Dave, for me, about rate, radio advertising in the real estate space? And if not, Dave, then why don't you give us how we want to... If somebody is interested in having a conversation with you, learning more, how do they reach you? Yep, absolutely. Just uh, my, my website is radiotvagents.com. Okay. Radio, radiotvagents.com. Got it. Perfect. And what I'm going to here? Yeah, go ahead. You can connect with me through there, or I can give you my uh, my phone, which is 928-920-1020. Love it. Perfect. And this this is going to go on YouTube, Facebook, all the interweb tubes, right? So uh, we, we may see some, want to circle back with you and do another episode on this. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to add before we jump off? Just, yeah, if you can't work with somebody who understands radio, don't do it alone. That's a really important thing to know. Unless you've 
done all the research or, or taken a course on how to do radio. And even then, when you walk into a radio station, right, those advertising reps, great people, mm-hmm. but they have probably not worked with a real estate agent. It's like anything you do, any money you spend on marketing, what you want to do is ask for hard evidence that it works, right? <laughs> yeah. you can, promises are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be fantastic, right? But proof trumps promises every day. Proof trumps promises. So what you want to see is proof. And an agent uh, for a station, a station rep uh, is very unlikely to be able to show you, you know, unless it's in a market where we already have an agent and then they're going to just show you what I taught them. So, <laughs> so, so but, but uh yeah, if you if you if you want to do it, not every station works, not every message works, not every. So if you, any money that you spend, you want it to be, you know, pointed straight at the bullseye, and that's what I can help you do. Beautiful, Dave. Seriously, thanks for devoting some time this morning to help Major Power Huddle, and for all the listeners, thanks for being here. Thank you, Dave. My yeah. my my internet and uh, and SEO partner. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for being here, Lisa. Over to you. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. Thanks, Lisa. Have a great day. Cheers. Bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.